Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Karen Becker and our next game changer, Dr. Bob Gatson is joining us today. He has been nominated for an Animal Game Changer Award and I'm so pleased that I have the honor of interviewing uh, Dr. Bob this morning. So thank you so much for joining me. And welcome, and congratulations on your nomination. Oh, yeah, thanks. I was a little surprised when I when I got the email. So, but, yeah. but I appreciate it. Well, I tell you, there's people, a lot of clients out there that love you and are excited to have other people around the world learn about the great work that you're doing. So, I'm excited to learn more about for people that aren't familiar with you and what you do. I'm excited for. For you to tell us a little bit more about the story of how you became who you are. Well, and and it's uh, again, it's kind of a, a long story, but um, I, I'm one of those odd people that I knew what I wanted to do when I was young. I wanted to be a veterinarian, um, and so that's what I focused on through high school and and then college, and and then I was fortunate to get into vet school. Um, I was conventionally trained. Um, uh, but there was a point at which one of my daughters had a bad reaction to amoxicillin, uh, developed an, uh, an immune-mediated vasculitis. And I talked to a friend of mine who's a chiropractor, and I said, I said, what, what would you do with your daughters in, you know, if they've got one of these ear infection things? And, um, and so it, it made me think there must be some other way to do things other than just the antibiotic route. And so... At the same time, I was given some cassette tapes from Jeff Bland uh, on functional mm-hmm. medicine, and, and that opened up a opened up a whole different world for me. And so, as I got more into the functional medicine, one of the things Doctor Bland said at one of the seminars was, he said, "You're ruined." And I I went home and I told my wife, I said, "He's right. I am because I can't think of these things anymore the same way." And so I was progressively more feeling shackled in a regular practice. And so I had to get my own place. And so 22 years ago, we were able to start this practice and I was able to do things my way, you know, um, and take an integrative approach to things. 19 years ago, I was fortunate enough to learn how to do chiropractic with animals. And so for the last 19 years, I've been doing chiropractic and that's the coolest tool that I've put in my box. Um, so, um, and when I'm not here working, um, I've been married for 34 years and raised four kids, and we have 10 acres and I raise my own grass fed beef and pastured broilers and garden and berries. And I've got an orchard and mm. you know, when I'm not doing that, I like to build things with wood. Not a lot of time for that, but, but I exactly. do enjoy that. That's awesome. What a beautiful blend of creating creating across the board, creating and healing really all blended into one that has to be incredibly satisfying. Dr. Bob, when you think back about um, your, your evolution into functional medicine, 
um, and how richly that has contributed to a quite a diversified career. And the fact that your toolbox has been so greatly enhanced that it is hard to think about having to practice without it. In fact, you're probably like me in that you would prefer to not practice than to go without those critical tools. That's exactly what I told my wife years ago. I said, I either have to quit and find another yeah. line of work or I have to have my own place to do that. And, yep. and it, it really reached that crisis point where I couldn't continue doing what I knew wasn't right. Yep. So. And, and when you, and do you, do you work on all species? I mean, do you, are do you, do you also see some horses, uh, uh, dogs, uh, uh, cats, horses, or? Dogs and cats primarily. Okay. The, the only horses I'll do is occasionally I'll adjust a horse for family or friend. Um, but, but all I have time for really pretty much is just being here in the office with the dogs and cats. Yeah. And I love the fact that, um, I have more and more colleagues that are open to the functional medicine conversation. That's a term that I have started using, uh, in the last 10 years. In fact, I've, I basically have transitioned away from that term holistic in that I have found that many of my conventional colleagues are put off by the term holistic, but are quite open to the term functional medicine. Yeah. And, and or integrative medicine. It, the idea of holistic, it, it conjures up this idea of roots and berries and, and, and incense burning in the office kind of stuff. And that I'm not a real doctor. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I, I push back against that because one of the first things I want to be is a really good veterinarian that does things through problems, solves problems, uh, makes good referrals to the specialists. Um, I, I'm not just out here winging it with magic potions. Yep. Yep. So. And, and I also believe that the concept of functional medicine, which is really um, lifestyle diseases, of, of course, infectious disease can hit any of us at any time, but lifestyle diseases are the vast majority of what human medical doctors are seeing these days and what veterinarians are seeing. So when we approach medicine from a lifestyle disease standpoint, that means we have to include things like how are you nourishing your body? How much exercise are you getting? How toxic is your environment? Those are logical questions that should be naturally, in, in my opinion, included in the conversation of how our patients get sick. And most importantly, what we're going to do to remove some of those lifestyle obstacles to allow healing to occur. And even though we didn't learn medicine that way, that concept resonates with me greatly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the essence of understanding functional medicine and what are we doing? What are the toxic things we're doing? What kind of food are we taking and how are we nourishing things? And, and then how can we let the body work better? And, um, you know, and, and that's just not, that's not the typical medical paradigm of diagnose disease, prescribe the drug. Yeah. And, and is. so um, that's, that's the, that's the fun part of doing this is watching the animals get better. Yeah, exactly. So I was going to, that, that's my next question is I'm sure that you, there's a lot of rewards in having yeah. your own practice and being able to manage your patients uh, in a way that resonates with you. But there has to be some things on a daily basis that you wake up to and think I'm really fired up about my job because of that's, this. And what, what are some things that get you up in the morning? Pretty excited. Well, you know, I enjoy my clients. I've got, the, I've got terrific clients and I enjoy mm -hmm. talking with them. Um, but the, but the best thing, the, the, the coolest thing is the chiropractic work, yeah. watching the animals change, especially the first time they come in to see an animal that's anxious, 
calm down and relax and mm -hmm. see the face change. I had that happen just this week. This dog was nervous and anxious and tense. And within just a few minutes, the eyes were, eyelids were half masked and the dog's mm -hmm. panting and the owner's looking at the dog going, what did you do to it? Yeah. And all I did was make it feel better with my hands. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've had cats that were unadoptable at the shelter. Once we removed their pain, they weren't yeah. angry, mean, biting cats anymore. Yeah. And so to watch the change where the animal feels better, you can see the relaxation. You, I had one cat that came in, they were worried I'd have to sedate it to examine it. We were, I was able to handle it, adjust it. And when I finished, the cat literally placed its forehead on the table and went to sleep. Mm. And uh, I didn't videotape it. I, there's so many I wish I had videotaped. Yeah. Um, there's times on the first adjustment, I'll adjust the SI joint. And the animal will do this slow turn yeah. and look back at me like, what did you do? And, and it's, thank so, you. I'm sure that they look back like, uh, I mean, yeah. those of us that have had sciatica that rely on chiropractic to instantly yep. relieve that nagging pain. Yep. It literally, you, you feel you're laying on the table, legs up, they pop your SI joint back in, the sciatica is instantly removed. And all you feel is this wave of gratitude, but also um, your life, your axis shifts because you have a different perspective on how quickly your quality of life can literally pop out. And then how quickly one set of healing hands can put your life back in alignment and animals have the same response. Yeah. It's, it's just, I've, I've likened to it to a wave going out at the beach, you know, just yeah. there's this tension and pain and it just kind of washes away. And, yeah. and so that's, that's the, the, that's the coolest thing. Yeah. So that's what I enjoy the most. So here's my question. You've been doing this a long time, which I love. Um, and that means you're incredibly experienced and you're a veteran. However, you're practicing in Ohio. And a couple of decades ago, chiropractic for animals, probably not um, a chiropractor, an animal chiropractor on every corner and probably not wildly accepted. Have you found that because the proof is in animals having dramatically altered experiences. Their quality of life is rapidly restored. There's rapid healing. There's this, this amazing shift in personality. That in and of itself, those owners, the guardians attached to whatever's at the end of the leash, their lives are also changed. So even though they may come in, I'm going to say the word skeptical, they may come in with apprehensions or skepticism about chiropractic. Not only do they leave believers, they leave almost being crusaders for chiropractic yeah what what has your experience been with other veterinarians in your area i'm sure initially they were like who is this witch doctor maybe uh but at this point they have to be very happy that you are a vital member of their community well the the regular practitioners i i don't i don't get many referrals or anything from from them but i i do have a I feel like a very good relationship with the specialists at the local uh, med vet uh, here in Cincinnati um, okay. because of the work that I do. And, and then the, the praise that my clients share with them about what they've received here at the office. And so okay. as a consequence, um, we, we've got a very good relationship there with them. Uh, I get a number of referrals from other chiropractors in town, but, um, but as far as other veterinarians, um, you know, chiropractic is so far outside their box. They, they just, they, they don't, they don't send they people. They can't see it. Yeah. They can't yeah. see it. Yeah. They don't, yeah. they just don't know. So 
when you think about um, your very diversified career, and when you think about how probably 30 years ago, you would not have anticipated that you would be having your own healing center and saving all of the lives that you have saved. Um, With all that you have learned and experienced, if you could tell the world one thing about what you learned or um, your thoughts thus far, Bob, what would it be? Well, you know, I, I, I thought, I've thought about that. And um, I think one of the, the most important things is that we as scientists, we tend to look at uh, the world. We, there's a strong tendency to kind of be materialistic. You know, there's this thing and there's this structure and there's biochemistry and this kind of stuff. But reality is, I think uh, we need to understand that we have a soul. So do the animals, you know, they're animated by a soul, you know, um, uh, the, the book of Job says, ask the animals and they'll teach you, you know, in, in God's hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. There was a movie, uh, Temple Grandin. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a very, very powerful scene in which she's at a processing plant and, and she's, she's looking at these animals and they were alive and now they're dead. And she said, where did he go? And nobody could answer a question. They didn't understand what she was asking. But she said, one minute he's an animal, and the next minute he's a piece of meat. Where did he go? And so I think it's a very powerful statement that the that personality, that soul and that animal was gone. I I don't I don't pretend to understand what God has in plan for that. But every animal has a spirit in them, and and I'm fortunate that I helped get to take care of them. I get kind of emotional yeah. with this kind of stuff. Yeah. I had a client yesterday. I had to put a dog down, and he thanked me for being gentle with yeah. his dog. I'm yeah. like, how could I not be? So yeah. anyway, so I think it's just important that uh, we understand the, the, the vitality in these critters that, that we get to have around us. And uh, so I guess that's it. It really is, Bob. Um, It's an honor, I think, as veterinarians, it's an honor to be able to partner with pet parents who entrust us with those souls. Like, it's the highest level of trust. And even, I um, I had to put my sister's dog to sleep yesterday. And um, as we sat around her back patio and and told stories and I was explaining what was going to happen to Keenan and, and how his carton is going to die. And, and, but then finally his spirit gets a break and, and gets to, yes. gets to be free. And her statement is, is, I don't know how you can do this for your job. And my thought was, I don't know how I couldn't, it's the highest honor to, to have people trust you with that energy. It's like, um, it's, it's an incredible responsibility, um, but such an honor as, as healing veterinarians. It, it, it's hard, but it's very, important. It's very a very important, important part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. I love the fact that you are um, years into your career and it's palpable that you are as passionate uh, as you were decades ago i love it that not only have you uh, yeah yeah exactly you're not only are you not burned out you are being well nourished uh energetically and um and spiritually in a way that allows you to be a light and a gift to the people in your community so you're appreciate saying that thank you so good your animal game changer recognition award is not just well deserved but um 
hopefully a real testament and I hope um, edifying to you in terms of what you're doing as a pillar of light and as a healing veterinarian in your community. So thank you for taking the opportunity um, for all of us to get to know you a little bit better. Dr. Bob, if people wanted to learn more about you, where would they go to, to find out more? My website is uh, vetwellness.com. Uh, office name is Veterinary Wellness Center. Uh, I'm in Harrison on the west side of Cincinnati, but vetwellness.com would be the best place. Yeah, so good. Well, thank you for everything that you are doing and that you will continue to do for our animal kingdom. Thank you very much.